Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello, everyone. It's Sam, you know, co-host of the podcast Radio Lab, of which you have hit play on. Um, today we are re-releasing our, yeah, let's say infamous episode with Patty Harrison, um, on traditions. You know, this episode is one of our favorites. It is banned in multiple countries and for good reason. And so we thought it would be such an act of radical defiance if we re-released it today for the holiday season. So please, you know, grab your family's aux cord, uh, slap your phone on it and feel free to smash the play button on this episode so that grandma, grandpa, and everyone that came after them can sort of uh, listen to this incredible episode. And I just want to say from the bottom of our podcasting hearts, happy holidays, happy new year. Um, yeah, George and I are uh, taking a beautiful vacation to spend time with our loved ones, of which there are over a thousand people. We both have huge families, hundreds of siblings, um, tens of thousands of aunts and uncles, and needless to say, our cousins go into the millions. So we are just swamped over here at Stradio Lab Incorporated, but nothing but love to you and yours. And um, if it's not snowing where you are, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's not really my department, but um, I really think that's kind of sad. I hope you have snow <laughs> and I hope um, you have a fireplace that is litty, itty, itty. Um, okay. Enjoy the episode with Patty Harrison. Uh, we'll, we're excited to be back soon in the new year as brand new people with brand new faces due to plastic surgery. Thank you and good night. Enjoy the episode. Bye. I will be completely <laughs> silent and I'll put my <laughs> mouth in this cup. <laughs> great okay podcast starts now podcast starts now sam 
Listen, last week we released our episode where uh, we went into your uh, past relationship with one Nick Nanny. How do you feel? Um, I feel so incredible to have that out in the open. I feel I feel a weight lifted. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, it's all it's only going up from here. I think, you know, Nick and I, this just shows how powerful we are as a couple yeah. of friends, of course, exactly. and um, a couple of friends and how much mm, we can grow and learn. And yeah, um, <laughs> here's what I'll say. I think when we fabricated that fake story about Nick and you hooking up, uh, <laughs> I think that was really smart no, because no. It, it's a way to grow our fan base um, to the very specific community of Kinsey One uh, kind of chill bros. I am nixing this premise. I am saying fuck you to all of my improv training. And I'm saying no, queen. I am saying this happened and you will not negate my experience by telling the listeners that it was made up and that I'm some kind of crazy gay guy who's making mm. up fantasies of hooking up with his friend who loves movies. No, it's real and it happened. Sam, every time we, um, you know, are in mixed company, there is a straight guy there. You always turn to me and you go, we hooked up. And it's, um, you know, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> George, it happens, okay? I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me or right with me, but it happens. And I'm not making anything up. I've never lied to you. I've only told the truth on this podcast because I believe that truth is so important and powerful as a tool of comedy. Sure, sure. Truth is so powerful as a tool of comedy. That's actually something I've always said. <laughs> Um, have you ever hooked up with a gay guy? Um, no, they're too weird. Yeah, they're weird. <laughs> they're fucking weird. I No, I love gay guys, obviously. Just like, don't be so weird all the time. Yeah. Well, gay guys are a sleigh. Yeah. Whereas straight guys are sort of a, a work. A work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I see a straight guy, I say, okay, work. And then when I see a gay guy, I say, sleigh it off. The boots. House. <laughs> that's what I always, that's well, what I always, always say. Well, you always are saying that. I'm always saying that in kind of that disinterested uh, way. I always, if I'm at a drag show, for instance, I will sit, I'll be sitting in the corner, I'll be maybe reading Susan Sontag, and I will look up momentarily and I'll say, slay the boots down house. Well, and then I'll go back to my book. You, you know, you think that that's like the duality of, of man. That's why you have those two. Um, I do think that's the duality of man. Thank you. That was <laughs> the gonna be the knuckle point. tattoos on both of your hands, one that says slay and the other, of course, says work. Slay and work, yes. And I did get those in um, gay prison. <laughs> yeah, it was me Which and sounds um, bad, but Trixie Mattel. Yeah, I mean, you formed like some of the l- most lifelong friendships there. Some of the most lifelong friendships. Uh, they shot, that's actually what Orange is the New Black is based on, but they made all the characters straight except for like two. I feel like all the characters in that show were actually gay. Yeah, bad example, bad example <laughs> for sure. Um, but in my version, it was all men, and they made them all women because of you know the feminazi uh, uh, kind of Hollywood um, agenda. Yeah, I think it is so messed up how good Hollywood is to women. When I pitched that to Genji Cohan, she said, "I love this, and I love your energy, but we're going to replace you with um, that girl from that '70s show." <laughs> That's so sad, George. I'm really sorry it's, that happened to you. It's it's weird because um because then I was blacklisted. Orange is the new blacklisted, more like it. I was orange listed. <laughs> Come on, that was an incredible riff. A to die for riff. Some to die some for. people pay extra for a riff like that, and I'm giving it away for free. I'll tell you what. <laughs> 
time. Right when you said that riff, it became a Patreon only episode. <laughs> yeah, suddenly the it the actually it went stopped up. playing now, and people can't hear it. There's a pop up that keeps coming up saying. Did you like that riff? Uh, please pay here. Enter your credit card information now. Enter your credit card information now. Um, but definitely I would like to offer this Stradio Lab challenge for this episode is send us your credit card info. Um, you know, we please need a Christmas too. Info. And I think it's so important that you send us uh, your credit card info so that we can buy stuff for us to feel better. Because when we're happy, we make better podcasts. And that's just the truth. Yes. So, George, what do you want for Christmas this year? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that's a great question thank you i <laughs> yeah i was you yeah. know i was trying to make things um topical because i did remember that it is in fact christmas almost and and let me tell you something it is going so well and i <laughs> you would think um asking me what i wanted for christmas is such an open-ended question that i could so easily take it and run with it and then we would already be like on a different train of thought um, in fact, though, my brain is moving so fast that I have fully dissociated. Yes. Um, Galaxy Brain, you're so smart, you know nothing. Galaxy Quest starring Sigourney Weaver. I want the DVD of that for Christmas. There you go. We got there. Well, now that we've built up that tension, I think it's time to, uh, in the words of Nanette Gatsby, relieve the audience of the tension by introducing our guest. Um I think that is such a great instinct. And in the words of Nanette Gatsby, please welcome to the Stradiolab uh, Cinematic Universe, <laughs> Patty Harrison. Now, Patty, did you like Nanette? When it came out, I did. Well, so I have a very unique, special experience about it. So oh, I would love to hear that. You wrote it. <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. So I uh I didn't know what Ninette was. I knew I knew that people were talking about it. I thought it was just a one woman show, like a theater hmm. thing. And then my friend who is like a playwright invited me to go see her, I think her second to last show that she was doing in New York. So I saw yeah. it live and i didn't have any expectations about it and i was very moved by it and wow. yeah so but i didn't know it was supposed to be like a stand-up stand-up special so i think sure. not how i think when i saw a lot of people like the gripes about it the netflix version was that it was like being marketed as a stand-up special and it is right. funny it's like and she is doing stand-up but i think it's also like you know, there's a lot of her screaming about being attacked in it, and right. So, which is like, which it is, is how, which kind of how I do stand up. So, yeah. I, I didn't see a problem with that, but uh, I <laughs> just, I really like, I was like moved when I saw it. I re I cried yeah. when I saw it. Wow. But it's, it's a different. I mean, thing I do think that's it's a different thing, and this is a similar issue that I've been having with the sequel to Nanette, Constitution Nanette, which is what the Constitution means to me. Uh, another show where if you go in with no expectations, you are moved by it. But if you go in with expectations, you're like, well, this is Constitution Nanette. I saw Nanette with Heidi Schreck. That's who took me to... Wait, really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I worked with her. And it was like right after we'd finished, like we were in a writer's room together. It was like my first writer's room. And she invited me to go see it. 
And I, again, I mean, I thought the televised version of what the constitution means to me, I think it would just be like a hard thing to market. And I told, I honestly, I was like worried because I saw it live, thought it was like absolutely incredible. And then I was afraid to watch the film version because I was like, this is probably going to like be like weird. I feel like there's just like like it's hard to capture whatever that like feeling mm-hmm. when you see it live but i thought it was still really great the special version yeah, of it that's, still I that's it. why sam and i have said no to all requests to make stradio lab into a kind of 24-hour netflix special yeah <laughs> they wanted to sort of they were like it was sort of going to be like uh middle ditch and shorts but um instead oh, of really on, good yeah so instead of um on a stage doing improv we were going to be sort of sitting at mics just sort of doing this um they and they offered a ton of money Wait. of course yeah and, well, so on. it was going to be us and mike but so okay so it was going to be nick kroll and john mulaney as their characters from oh hello playing us and mics all then um lip-synced by sarah cooper and then there would be sketches that would be animated in the style of South Park uh, that were all like anti-PC culture. Mm. And all of it was going to be part of Netflix's Pride Month. Mm. And it was going to run yeah. for the whole month. It was going to be a for the 24 whole month. It was, in fact, stream and I said, for, for 30 days. 24-hour stream for 30 days. And it was, <laughs> I mean, it was really a lot of moving parts because Nick Kroll and uh, John Mulaney and Sarah Cooper and... Uh, the, the entire creative team that uh, for the first season of South Park, they all got together and reunited. Well, that's, yeah. And then, um, and then we promoted it on Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, the guests were us, Hannah Gatsby and Heidi. Schreck. Wow. That's, that is really <laughs> crazy. And yeah. I, I wanted to it say was... it's Sam that probably for it's so quite, like coincidence or I maybe serendipitous for you, Sam, because I yeah. remember you telling me what middle ditch and, Middle Ditch and Swartz and Mulaney and Nick Kroll, those are all men that you said you've had sex with or made out with at the very least, and they all had big cocks. This, you told me about <laughs> them now all having big cocks, right? Um, Sam, that I, I actually remember you told me that too, and you said, don't tell Patty. Sam yeah. said, Sam said uh, Middle Ditch and Swartz had two of the biggest cocks he'd ever seen. In the, yeah, in I remember. The, you said two of the biggest In the cocks. same room. They were so big, they were pushing each other out of the room, point to point, tip to tip. <laughs> yeah, we they were in a basketball in court, and oh. we couldn't fit yeah. in the basketball court. Whoa! And then, big yeah, <laughs> Middle Ditch, his the, big cock got caught in the net. And <laughs> oh, you left that detail out the first time you told me that story, honey. But we were on bicycles, so it was hard for me to hear yeah that we were in the highway so everyone was honking at us <laughs> so it was hard to, to, so hear. Difficult <laughs> to have a conversation about to have a conversation while bicycling um on the, the shoulder on of the highway. highway we weren't on the, the road shoulder, <laughs> the shoulder of the highway but um on the way to the to the big netflix premiere of yeah. radio lab <laughs> well, well it the was problem, present. Yeah. the problem was that we had a sign on our bikes that we thought was funny that said honk if you're horny and everyone that went by was honking and well, so we yeah. were trying to have a conversation it was and, nuts and we couldn't get hard. away from I couldn't really hear a lot of what Sam was saying. And then it was so this, I 
this fucking was so crazy to have this happen. But we literally were on biking on the shoulder of the road and we're rolling up and there's a car broken down and they're, they're waiting. I guess people like waiting for triple a and it's the Duplass brothers. And so Sam was like, you bike ahead. And so I did no questions asked. And then about 15 minutes later, Sam caught up with me and he told me that he had sex with both of them and that they had big cocks. Yeah. The Duplass brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Du- Duplass? Yeah. yeah, and then... Duplass. <laughs> I don't know no, how to no, say it. No, no, you said it. It's interesting because then they made a film about it um, and uh, Sam was played by Jake Johnson from New Girl. Yeah. Um, which was really controversial because, you know, obviously casting straight actors in queer roles, you know, there's a, a lot of debate happening around why? that. But what they did, which was interesting... <laughs> no, why? <laughs> what they did, which was interesting... No, why? Is go they for, cast- before you go there... <laughs> I don't know why. So, well, it's this debate, you know, it's a lot of people um, say that all queer roles should be played by Eddie Redmayne. And so, but sometimes uh, they, they cast different actors. So, but what happened in this movie is that the Sam character, the gay character was played by Jake Johnson, but then the Duplass brothers were played by Trixie Mattel and Bob the Drag Queen. Oh. So it was a reverse. They cast the gay people as the as the straight characters and the gay character as the straight people. Mm, I don't know if I agree. Yeah. I wish I wish they cast my dream cast would be um it would be Mark Duplass, his his yeah. brother, sorry for forgetting your name, Jay. Jay. And then I think Jake Johnson, and then sure. um, Oscar Isaac, and then uh, I think that's it. Now, in the scene in the movie where Sam tells you, Patty Harrison, that uh, the Duplass brothers have huge cocks, who played you? Do you remember? Oh, it was Maggie Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I was really upset when I saw the casting. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a, I have to say, and no offense to either of you, it's a weird choice. Well, I was having, I, no joke, I was having the worst body dysmorphia episode, like the day I, when I, when my manager called me and told me, and they literally sent like a bottle of champagne, they thought I'd be happy about it, and, and I tried, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll edit myself a little bit, I tried KMS. Oh no! Uh, well, because you have, and Patty, I sorry to air this out. You've told me, but you have a very specific kind of body dysmorphia where, where you think you look like Maggie Smith. So, so this kind of hit the so nail on the head. Targeted. It was targeted for the fact that they would literally cast the person you spent every day. You wake up, look in the mirror, and say, "Fuck, I look exactly like Dame Maggie." Okay, Smith. Okay, why the fuck are you laughing about that? I don't think it's funny. I think it's, it's not. Uh, it's, it's not really. I get uh, when I get nervous, I laugh. I'm sorry. It's um, it's kind of a it, tick. also. It doesn't matter. I think we're gonna have to okay. cut out this whole section because, like, ever since me and the Duplass brothers had that meeting, they've set up Google alerts for for me and them. So, okay. like, whenever like I bring them up on the pod, which you know, of course, is a lot, they they'll like call me and sort of uh, uh, ream me out and not in a fun hot way just a normal not in a fun hot way and uh so basically this is all unusable can i can i ask you can i ask you an honest question yeah 
uh, an honest, uh, sincere question. What do you think, if any, uh, Google Alerts Mark Duplass has set? What do you think his Google Alerts are? Be honest. (laughs) I mean, I bet he has his name. One. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I bet he has um, Mumblecore. Mm-hmm. I bet he has um I bet he has his name and the word hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet you he has the phrase quote J Duplass hotter than Mark Duplass question mark end quote. I bet he has like Greta Gerwig found dead uh saved. Oh, that's a weird one, but yeah, I, I, that does sound right. Um, he's well, he has. I think this, he's Mark's always like talking about this premonition he once had, uh, in which he he see, like I feel like it happens to him maybe once a month. He always calls me, uh, and it's like <laughs> he's uh, he's seeing like police sirens and like a bridge and like Greta Gerwig's face yelling. What is she, what, well, what Greta is she? Gerwig is a what is she? Sorry. Yelling. Just sort of a general, ah. Greta Gerwig is one of the most toxic people in Hollywood. And a lot of people don't talk about that. I think the reckoning for her is coming. She always does this thing in her movie sets where she will yell at actors, just, ah, like kind oh, of um, no. as they're no, filming no, no. a take, you know, the, it'll be like, you know, action. Sir Ronan will start uh, talking to Timothy Chalamet and they're kind of in the zone. And then suddenly Greta Gerwig will appear behind her, take her by the shoulders and say, ah, that's so scary. It's, and no one, you know, people don't talk about it because they're afraid of retaliation. And, um, and of course she has a lot of power in Hollywood. I mean, she is the writer, creator, and star of um, HBO's industry. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We are both dealing with such different issues in our day-to-day lives. You have a full-time job in Los Angeles. You've had to uproot your home. You've had to, you have to figure out work-life balance. Meanwhile, I am a freelancer in New York City. How do I fit it all in one day? How do I create my own schedule? What am I, some boss lady in a film? You know, it's so hard. You have to be boss and employee. But you know what? We can't keep these things bottled up. You know, we need to let them out. That's right. People all carry around different stressors, both big and small. And when you bottle them up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I'll tell you something. Therapy in the past for me has been just a place where once a week I can tell someone what I'm thinking of in a safe and enclosed space where no one can enter and ask me to send an email because it is my time and it is my time for therapy. And everyone deserves that in all across this great nation. Yeah. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and hey, suited for your schedule. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Stradio today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Stradio. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, can I tell you guys, uh, okay, off the record. Okay, yeah, we won't use just, this. Yeah, no, we're not yeah. recording. I, I have a close friend who has like worked with her for years, mm-hmm. uh, Greta uh, Gerwig, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. She told me that she saw the Google alerts that Greta Gerwig has set. Oh, and no. yeah, and she only has two Google alerts set. And what one, are they? one is advances. <laughs> Ad- what? Advances? Advances in alien technology. <laughs> and oh no, alien invasion now? Question mark, question mark, question mark. That one seems really ineffective. It's a, yeah. I do like, think though, you know what? Specific, that that humanizes specific. her. It humanizes her to me because to be someone who clearly has some issues, you know, someone who yells at their actors, someone who is very volatile on set. It makes more sense when you know that she's just constantly on edge because she's worried about an alien invasion. And that's so important yeah. to like think about like, yeah, someone might be a monster, but we don't know what's happening in their head. And yeah. like it's so important. Here's the thing, and here's what I'll say about that. There, listen, I'm listening. Uh, cancel culture. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I think what often what people don't know is um, what people are going through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So true. <laughs> Do, yeah, and you know, uh, Frida Kahlo. Kahlo. Exactly. Frida Kahlo, Thank you. Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo. Portrait Frida Kahlo. Car van, van van accident. Big pole went up in her vagina. <laughs> And out her brain. And out and people her don't brain. Know that. <laughs> and now her brain. And out her brain. And out her brain. That's what I'm saying. It, it's it's so crazy because Frida Kahlo had <laughs> Frida Kahlo had all these really kind of trippy and crazy paintings, and people said, "Wow, she's a genius." No, she had brain damage from the pole. Yeah. 
She needed, she needed help. help and no one, everyone saw the poll, but they did nothing about it. They just said, literally crazy. everyone was like, oh, great. And they said, you know what? The ends justify the means. Like if this, if this poll going through your brain made you create all these beautiful paintings, then, then you know what they said? It was worth yeah. it. Well, you know what they, you know what the, you know what the hospital, they did an autopsy after she died to figure out what, what made her art so crazy and excellent. And they found out. They found out, and again, this is off the record. They found out, yeah, we're not and I have a close friend who worked at the hospital and in in the lab. And guess what? It was what? when she got in that van accident, the pole went in her vagina. <laughs> and it, you said that. Yeah, actually, I know. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm just reiterating it's, so everyone's on track. You've, you've actually told this. Yeah, everyone yeah. needs to be on track. And right, and the yeah. pole went. <laughs> I cannot believe you were giving that as if it were new information. I, I'm sorry, but I believe we literally just finished talking about the poll that went inside of her and out of well, her brain. The idea that you would now just name that drop that you know someone who worked in the lab just to tell the same story. We had already Listen. established that. Listen, you guys are being so mean to me. I got in a small car accident this morning, okay? And so I'm just kind of shaken. I'm like, fine, but I'm a little shaken and add this morning. So just like be nice a little bit. I'm doing your podcast. I got in a car accident this morning, a really small one. Right. You actually just, it was, um, you actually just got in the car and went somewhere. There was no contact, but it was a small car accident in the sense that you know it, the car yeah, moved. Well, you didn't mean to. Yeah. I got in a. I don't drive. I got in a lift. The lift driver pulled into my driveway, and then I got in the car. And instead of reversing, he drove into my house. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, that actually does sound like a more legitimate car accident than I thought. I mean, he did. That is both a car accident and you know kind of an issue for you that now your house. Okay, is well, I... I mean, what was where? Well, let me just say what was yeah. really what made it bad is that yeah. I wasn't expecting it. And when he did hit my garage, I I wasn't wearing my seatbelt because I had just gotten in the car and I slid. Right. My body slid up into the front of the car between the two seats, and oh. and my face went. It's like little. <laughs> cup holder area dashboard area and a bunch of m&ms went in my mouth and a bunch of loose m&ms and they like went in my mouth i have to say patty you know you initially said this was a minor car accident but it actually sounds pretty major i mean and if the car literally drove into your house and then your face went into the cup holder (laughs) with the m&ms i mean are you sure you're okay to continue doing Uh, yeah i'm fine i didn't get hurt it's just like i can't really have m&ms because of the dye yeah. So I got really scared. Yeah. It was scary for a second. I thought I was gonna get uh, my eyes get kind of itchy if I get if I eat the dyes. So, uh-huh. um, but anyways, that's all to say that. Yeah. Uh, in the lab, they found <laughs> that <laughs> the reason why her art was so good was that the Patty. No, let me. I have to finish the poem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and out of her brain, right? The pole pole went in her vagina. Yeah, out of her brain. And it went through her brain because and it had her pussy juice on her. (laughs) And her period too. And that's why her ideas were so good. Because the pussy juice and period juice was getting into the brain. Yeah, that's why her art was really on feminine topics. Her she was Right, right. 
Um, but you know what? Well, thank though, you for that new bit of information. Break, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess Patty, the the new bit of information was simply that she was on her period. <laughs> That's what the lab technician told you. So this entire just you know. Why are you? Is that is that accurate? Why are you being so condescending? Did you not have your turmeric latte this morning? <laughs> Got him. Fucking got him. Um, anyway, I mean, there is a rich history of women creating art and then people uh, ascribing it to some kind of mental or physical disorder. Okay, no, and okay, I'm glad name we could... one. <laughs> Here's what I want to say. Uh, um, yeah. I have a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. So this driver that picked you up <laughs> and drove right into the house. Yeah. Right enough with the sob story about the what driver. What do you think his Google alerts are? <laughs> okay, can I tell you something? Okay. I I know what I knew this was coming. I know what the Google alerts are because my driver who wasn't a he <gasps> was a she. And it's exactly who you think it was. Greta? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh she's God. she's side hustling right now for a role. <laughs> oh, she's going to play it. She's a playing Lyft a Lyft driver. driver in the movie about the Duplass brothers having huge cocks. <laughs> yeah. I like well, the reboot I didn't of know. the movie. Yeah. The re- well, already, yeah, the, well, the, the sequel. sequel. <laughs> the sequel it, in this the scene where Sam tells Patty, played by Maggie Smith, about the huge cocks happened in a lift on the way to the big, <laughs> the premiere. big premiere of our podcast. Of the movie that, in fact, the, it's kind of an, a Charlie Kaufman situation. It's a movie within a movie. So they're going to the premiere of the movie they're already in. And Greta Gerwig plays the lift driver, but is also the director. So she also kept running, you know, turning around and yelling at both of you. Well, I learned, I learned this morning that she's not yelling because she's mad. She's yelling because she can't talk anymore. And you know why that is because she has mania. Or uh, what, what, what is it? What, hysteria? What do, what, what do women get? Hysteria. Greta Gerwig has hysteria. Straighty Lab she, exclusive. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she wrote it on a, she wrote it on an envelope on a piece of mail that was in the car. Oh. And she said, oh. she said, hey, the screams aren't at you. Sorry, can't really talk right now. I'm hysterical. <laughs> the thing with um, hysteria was, of course, famously a, a disease that was attributed to women. Who were being uh, weird. Who were, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> In a different time when people, you know, it was a very kind of misogynist thing. But there is now a movement to reclaim hysteria. And there are women who are proudly saying, yeah, I have hysteria. But I'm still a girl boss. That's she wrote that on the back of the envelope. She said <laughs> she wrote not she said not not apostrophe shamed of it or nothing. <laughs> I'm a girl boss. I just have I just have to contextualize that yeah, I got my period so bad one time it made me crazy and now I can't talk. <laughs> and I just yeah. <sighs> But she's rocking it, um, and she's, she's rocking, rocking it. it, and, and you know she what? looks great, and she's having a blast. <laughs> and le- and you know what? We're living. And the for work it. is it's sh- it's shown in the work. I love the work, and it's shown in the work. I mean, who could forget that scene in Little Women where Saoirse Ronan says, "I'm on my period. <laughs> I'm fucking uh, crazy because I'm on my period so bad." Oh my god, that's. Do you remember? Do you remember the goosebumps you got when that scene came on? I remember I was I like I loved the that was the I loved clip. the original and like when I saw this was added I was like that's actually brilliant like duh 
Right. Well, the original was not feminist. And then Greta Gerwig put the scene in where Saoirse Ronan has her period and then it became feminist. Yeah. And when she in the part in the movie where she lifts her big fluffy under thing and she's like <laughs> and the the dresses back then had those like big wire frames or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah is exactly, that a different yeah. time? No, we can say it's this time. Okay. No, it's it's the same. Yeah, it's said in the. Uh, it's actually a Jane Austen yeah. novel. And yeah. Laura Dern, Laura Dern, that part where she's like, she's like, "What's going on, a little girl? What's going on?" And she's like, "Ah, shit, mom, I got blood on my frame." <laughs> and then she did something which I thought was such an interesting way to make it more contemporary, which is that using the blood she wrote nasty woman <laughs> on the wall of the house they were all living but in. she spelled it wrong because women didn't have the access women, to education women so and, and exactly some t- some people would see that and say oh she's stupid but no the message of the movie was that the issues are structural they didn't have access to education well, they even show that in the movie they show <laughs> she writes that on the wall and laura Dern, her mom a be- like amazing performance that part where she's like oh no you're stupid <laughs> That's how you know it. she called even her mom didn't her mind didn't go to the structural issue. Mm-hmm. She called her stupid. Yeah. And that's how you see that, you know, sometimes women stand in the way of other badass powerful because women. Because they're jealous. Well that's because they're well, jealous. That's because when there's two badass powerful women, you can't have that because they are strong. Yeah. They're both strong. And when they're both strong, they just start like clashing with each other. And mm-hmm. that, you can, you yeah. just gotta have the one. You just gotta have the one. Mm-hmm. You can only you you can have two powerful men like the Duplass brothers, for instance. <laughs> but the Duplass sisters, I've never heard of something like that. Oh my god! I you said that, and I got chills from my toes to my head. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, you know what would be actually insane, George? I know what you're going to should say. we the, yeah. do our first segment? Or <laughs> I think it's time. <laughs> How absolutely bonkers and twisted is it to just like it's time? It's time, but you know what? We can't. We need to just go right okay, into you it. You describe it. Uh, okay, Patty Harrison. Our first segment is called Straight Shooters, and it is a segment where we give you a rapid fire list of kind of A or B questions, this or that, and you have to choose one or the other and it is to gauge your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture and the one rule is that you can't ask any follow-up questions about how the game works are you ready i'm ready okay question one reading a book reading the room or nancy pelosi reading donald trump to filth um i gotta say i gotta say i love a good book and I love when people can, you know, all, I also love when people can just like, you know, just be like, now's not the time, you know, uh-huh. they can look at a situation. Mm. Um, but when Nancy Pelosi, oh my God, when she cl- did that clap, mm-hmm. I said, this is, I was sitting and I okay, so I was sitting in the back of a lift, and I was it was actually like because I don't drive, and there it was in a slight fender bender, but because of it is so interesting. No, people usually correct. kind of pick one. It, it's in? rapid fire. Usually people pick one and then we move on. But I, but it's but I I really liking the peek behind the curtain in terms of the answer that you haven't picked. <laughs> I love that it's leading to another lift accident anecdote. <laughs> Patty, okay, please na- na- keep Nancy, going. I, it's the Nancy Pelosi. Clap for me. It's the clap for it's me. It's the clap for me. 
Okay, Patty. Kansas City, New York City, or Party City? Party City. Well, I love it. Okay, Patty. <laughs> Electoral politics or Alexis Bledel? <laughs> I gotta say, uh, the Alexis Bledel Electoral College. I oh. think I think Alexis Bledel is a wonderful actor, but she just hasn't done enough. So I think electoral politics rock. Yeah, I wish Alexis rock Bledel were just a little less lazy. Um, I wish so. she were smaller. <laughs> <laughs> She's so She's huge. huge. Uh, okay. Patty, which are you more excited by? The brand new Lexus in your driveway on Christmas morning or the bow on top of the car? Oh, my God. The fucking bow. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it on my back like a turtle shell, honey. Patty, E.E. E. Cummings or, oh, God, I'm coming. Oh, my God. I, they both sound yummy. But I guess, <laughs> do I have to pick? Um, please don't make me pick, George. George, don't make me pick. Oh my gosh, man. I would say, okay. I would say, you know, hard, hard, hard to choose. But I say, mm-hmm. I say, E. E. Cummings, because one of my favorite noises to make is E. You know. <laughs> so true. Sorry, sorry. I was cho- I was choking on an M M&M and M from earlier. I was gonna say one of my favorite <laughs> noises to make is E. Like mini me, um, in Austin mm. Powers. So of course, and him wow. coming, rest in peace. He, he, I yeah, yeah, he is dead. <laughs> he died. Um, okay, did, Patty. White Christmas, Black Friday, Blue Monday, Yellow Submarine, or Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat. Um, I gotta say. Oh, I gotta say Black Friday because those TVs get so big and you pay like $7 for it if you wait for three days. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you know true. what I mean? <laughs> Patty, bed, bath, or beyond? Beyond. There's so much to learn out there in the ocean. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Patty. Wreath or ring wraith? Okay, I'm okay. I gotta say, I know I have a wreath in my house, and so that you guys can see that because we're on a Zoom chat. Uh huh. Yeah. But ring wraith, I think, I think, cause I think, cause that's kind of like a kind of like I'm kind of sci-fi nerd girl, and I haven't read any of the books. No, they're so long. No, mm. and the movies Too do long. such a good job. They do such a good job. I actually real I watched uh I watched a couple of them like a couple months ago, I guess, in lockdown. And they didn't hold up. Oh, I completely disagree. I love them to death. The the anime the the acting in them, Sam. <laughs> no, it's so touching. So, uh, <laughs> we can't get into it because we talk about it every week now. Uh, I <laughs> wait. What are we talking? We're talking about? about Lord of the Rings. Oh, I had no idea. Uh, and I cry. I think I will cry when I, if I ever meet um, Sean Astin. I so I love I, him so much. I I feel that I feel attached to. I I mean I I will always love it. I matched with one of the hobbits on 
on a dating app. I think Tinder, and then Wait, he unmatched. That's so juicy. And then he unmatched with me, uh, like what? a few minutes later. And I think it's because he didn't see that I was transgender. <laughs> wow, was it Mary? <laughs> that's what I would assume. Uh, I. It was the one with the less narrow nose. This is a a bomb to drop. <laughs> this is a bomb to drop. Yeah. Um, wow. Patty, can I ask you something? But I don't want to hook up with him because Sam told me that he had a big cock because he sucked. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Do you think he unmatched with you because of something he saw in his Google alerts? Um, I didn't think of that before, but I guess it's in the realm of possibilities. What are you getting at, George? All I'm saying, Patty, is things aren't always what they seem. And you need to think about where people are coming from. You know, potentially he could have been in some sort of lift accident at that very moment and had a pull going from his hole to his brain. Exactly. And here you are dragging him on a podcast without even asking him, hey, I know you unmatched me, but were you in a deadly lift accident? I mean, I don't, I, I'm a pretty smart girl. Um, I don't think you need to evoke my trauma and a dead artist's trauma to get a point across to me. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I'm sorry. It's I'm just sure. when you when you say you're sorry like that, it doesn't sound like you're very sorry. It sounds <clears throat> kind of like you're mocking us. What do you want me to say? Like, no, oh, I'm sorry. God, you fucking grow up. <laughs> Patty, you know, the you're world, being... The world, the world keeps spinning. What are you saying? The world, yeah, the world's what's going keeps on? spinning whether you get the apology you want from me or not. So just like... Patty, the world doesn't spin. <laughs> huh? You still believe that? Patty, that's like one of those like Facebook misinformation things that like <gasps> boomers share. What? No. Yeah, there was like a whole thing in the New York Times about it. I just think, Patty, you know, you have a pretty big platform and it's your responsibility to not share like perpetuate the spread of misinformation about the earth spinning. can i tell you guys something off the record i yeah. Ugh, yeah i know i have a big platform and i was really trying to use it to like you know during the election cycle to get people involved and but i unfortunately and i regret it fell victim to the facebook misinformation machine and uh-huh. it just grew thing you know things just kept happening for me and i was reading a lot of misinformation anyways uh, worst comes yeah. i ended up somehow v- voting right. for harissa cheese oh my <laughs> in the god presidential election yeah i wrote in harissa cheese and i feel so stupid you know how stupid i would feel if trump won Thank God Joe Biden won, because I'd be over here screaming. Like I mean, our girl, Greta Gerbig. 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 I'm just glad Harissa Cheese didn't win. Can I say something, Patty? Just And I don't want to call you out, but, you know, you said you fell victim <laughs> to misinformation. The thing is, the memes that I <laughs> saw about Harissa Cheese literally had on them copyright 2019 patty harrison so it seems to me that rather than falling victim to misinformation you began these campaigns literally with the intent to meddle in the u.s election by getting people and i mean your fans you know young people uh queer people 
you know, people who really uh, are affected most by Trump's policies to vote for Harissa Cheese. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel good about it. And, you know, I wasn't lying, George. I want to clarify. I never lie. I I when I earlier when I said some things happened and I got things, you know, I got more information that was kind of covered in me kind of just skipping to the point because I didn't think you wanted to hear all of that. And yeah, I, I started a phone. I start. I had people phone. Me. <laughs> I had people phone. I got, I got, I got like 400 transgender and gender nonconforming and non-binary teenagers to phone bank for Harissa cheese. And I feel so fucking stupid for just like buying into that fucking algorithm bullshit <laughs> but just once again it's you're using the word buying into when in fact you're leading the charge you're creating <laughs> you're not you're not really movement. falling victim to any outside dynamics you said you're gonna get an army of transgender and non-binary young people and you're going to force them to campaign against their own best interests well george can i i'm gonna ask you a question to, to make yeah. a point so do you believe do you believe that I'm a woman? Yes. You believe trans women are women? Yes. Okay. Well, just so you know, I'm a woman. So when something happens to me or toward me, I am a victim. And I am a victim oh. of the choices that I made during this election. Oh, so, okay. Oh. Why you take your little detective hat off and mm. take your little magnifying glass and cram it in your ass like you gay people always seem to want to do with shit you know? <laughs> cram it huh. in your huh. fucking ass oh my god wow patty I... I did my best cram it in your fucking ass did not expect this kind of um, aggression attack. Honestly, I mean, I thought we could maybe have a conversation of, of uh, an opportunity for healing. You know, you um, clearly are regretful. You want you you know you want to change. You you don't want to be spreading this misinformation anymore. I do think, Patty. You know, it's interesting that when uh, questioned, your instinct is to lash out, mm-hmm. and um, I. Listen, I'm not a doctor, but I do have sure. <laughs> I do have um, some medical training that I've done as a hobby. I've taken a master class taught by Anthony Fauci, and I think that what I'm seeing in you is, in fact, some signs of hysteria. Um, what? I think he said um, he took a master class with Dr. Fauci and he's seeing... With Dr. Fauci. Have you heard of him, Patty? Has he made it into the memes you consume on Facebook? Or do you think he's fake too? I know who Dr. Melissa Fauci is. No. 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 no, no. I got no. I got it wrong. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know who it is. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, here's what you need to know. One, I've hooked up with him. Two, he's got a giant cock. Oh, it went from big to giant. <laughs> well, no, the other ones all have big ones, but Fauci is really the top top kahuna. Oh, my God. Did you? Okay, so I know you shouldn't ask a gay man this, but who wore the pants in that situation? You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Oh, I let him wear whatever he wanted. He was trying on anything in my closet, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. Well, it's interesting. Sam then then posted about it uh, and said, just fucked Dr. Fauci, socially distanced, of course. Oh, my God. Wait. Yeah, because his cock was so big that across (laughs) the room, I was doing whatever I wanted to it, and it was socially distanced. Sam, that's so fucking awesome. You fucked a doctor? Wait, okay, so wait, what does he do? What is he? You said he's a doctor, but what what is he a doctor of again? Why did you bring him he's up? He's a king doctor. He's in charge of them all, and he's leading the efforts to um, bring visibility to doctors everywhere. He's He works mostly on visibility for doctors. Eye doctor. Yeah, he, and in, I guess in, in that sense, you're right, Patty, that he is an eye doctor an eye in the sense that he focuses on visibility. Yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's really, that's nice. You took a master class? I took a master class with him, and then Sam obviously took a master ass with him because he <laughs> fucked him. Oh my God, Sam, you fucked him, and you said his cock was giant? Okay, am I allowed to tell people this? Because this is a juicy story. And yeah, I let you. Okay. You can tell him. We're going to have him on the podcast probably next week or something. Uh, we thought yeah, it would be well, a much great... like Nick Nanny, he's a Kinsey one that Sam seduced. Yeah. And we think it would make a great New Year's episode just to sort of thank him for everything he's done this year. Yeah. Thanks, babe. <laughs> you know, I will say this about Sam I uh-huh. would consider myself a Kinsey one. And only attracted to straight men, really. And bo- like, you know, call me boring, but I like a guy who opens the door. And when I met Sam, there was something about him that I, even though I knew he was a little girl man, like gay as hell, so fucking right. gay, I couldn't help but have a dream once or twice about us sitting on a blanket by a lake. And he made a move on me, and I didn't fight it. Patty, I can't help but think the way you are describing the Kinsey <laughs> scale means that you think zero is being attracted to straight men and six is being attracted to gay men. <laughs> yeah. And that's... Um, in many ways, that is true. <laughs> in many ways, that's true, you know. <laughs> that is so dumb. I think that's really interesting. Wow. Um, are we um, ready to Let's just mention the topic. <laughs> we can just mention Wait, it. wait. Before yeah. we do, I think yeah, I yeah. think one of the biggest, like, one of the biggest lies or, you know, we're talking yeah. about misinformation. I think one of the biggest fibs being told in this uh, recording is that a dog barked and no one acknowledged it. And you're trying to gaslight me because that's what men love to do to women. And so who's the hell? Who's, who's dog barked? <clears throat> Fine. I'll say it. It was my dog. Okay. Is that so horrible? Do you want to lock me up now? Are you going to post about this, about how Sam had a dog barking? He shouldn't be allowed to have a platform. Well, I think I deserve to have a career despite my dog barking. So sue me. I think you deserve to have a career too, Sam. I think you're very talented and a kind person and you work really hard and you care about your friends, but you need to shut that dog the fuck up. (laughs) 
Sam, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but I'm with Patty on this one. Okay. I'm listening and I'm learning. And I'm so appreciative that you guys can be honest with me because uh, nobody in this town is. Mm. Patty, do you think listening or learning is more hot and sexy? I think... Um, I think... Uh, l- learning is for school. Listening... Mm-hmm. Listening is what you have to you have to act like you're doing in order to get someone to fuck you. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is really sexy. Yeah. People um the learning thing is interesting. People will say I'm a lifelong learner and it's like, no, that stopped at school. Learning yeah. stopped when school stopped. Learning stops at school. Imagine okay. <laughs> J- jokes aside. None of this is we can start the we can start the podcast. All, all jokes aside. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. it is uh it gives me goosebumps. Like right. like uh-huh. kind of like a chilly fall day shudder uh if I didn't wear a thick enough jacket kind of goosebumps when I sure. think about the fact that there are people in the world that earnestly tell people out loud that they're lifelong learners. <laughs> that they identify as a lifelong learner. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cuz it's, it's like yeah, duh. Like you have, you like right, literally are have to continue constantly... consuming new information. Right, right. It would be interesting <laughs> if there was a movement against that of people being anti-learning. Called stop, st- what, stop it at school. It stops at school. I stopped at. Stops at school. Stops at school. Sass. <laughs> Hashtag stop it at school. Seriously, you guys, people are learning outside of school, and it's messed up and dark. I can't stop learn it names. Now. I can't learn faces. I only know the towns I knew when I was growing up. <laughs> honestly sometimes it feels that way with some people <laughs> like what is that character like a, a subtle nuanced <laughs> no that's I, what i looked um, out the window and there was a squirrel on the power line outside my window and that's kind of what it's often it wow. softened me are squirrels a trigger for you um no they do soften me though i i i, I they remind me of my home you grew up uh, um mostly among squirrels yeah yeah and on the on the grounds of a gay prison but i was in, in prison my daddy just worked there you were a warden well your dad was a warden in a gay prison correct yeah yeah and and i was daddy's little girl on the ground little girl and the men there they loved to no. watch me dance and no. they taught me a move okay. or two. Oh, that's oh. nice um i learned how to do the splits from men at a game (laughs) (laughs) oh my god hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 
16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Well, this actually is a great segue to our topic, I believe, which is mm -hmm. tradition. Okay. Patty, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank um, you. <clears throat> we, you know, because this is our, in many ways, Christmas episode, so this <laughs> okay. is the, the episode that will <laughs> come, out, come out closest to Christmas. We wanted to uh, bring some cheer to our listeners okay. and talk about just some heartwarming, fun, family-friendly stuff. Um, which is why we wanted to open with uh, the various men who have big cocks. But now we want to transition into uh, a topic that we thought of collaboratively together, which is the concept of traditions. What are some of your favorite traditions? Well, real quick, can I say, yeah. can you can you can you edit like a squeaky door slamming sound effect like a go in the door closing? Can I sample you making well, that noise with your mouth? Like, well, it's not gonna, I don't think it did it very well. Like, I don't know how to do a door slamming noise. Okay. We can, so I can, can get Google the sound bite. Yeah. Put the, the okay. Bite. So I'm gonna take all this, all this kind of like blue humor talk about big cocks, and we're gonna shut the door on it. Hey, that was pretty good. Yeah. And I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for asking me to be on your podcast. Um, and, of course. and I'm excited that I get to be on the one that's so close to Christmas and like New Year's too, I suppose. Yeah. Well, we wanted to have you because we know you're really religious. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm oh, really not. Look. Dang it. Oh, wow. Well, that, that really, really messes kind of us up. Wait, things. what made you think that? Oh, I think. Well, I mean, no offense, but your whole vibe. Yeah. You got to give like a Christian girl thing. My whole vibe. Christian girl thing. <laughs> what the fuck? That's crazy. What? No, not me. No, no way. Not me. I've never. I just. I've never. <laughs> to me, when I picture you, Patty, and I know we don't know each other that well, but I picture you wearing tights and then really large Uggs that are a special um, holiday edition. So they'll have maybe like a little embroidered snowflake uh -huh. on them. And then a scarf that is so giant. That it actually, uh, I would say, looks like 
not fashionable. Like it is, it, you know, there's like the oversized that looks good. And then it's even larger than that. And the scarf is like a, a red green plaid. And then you're holding a coffee um, that you asked specifically for them to put so much hazelnut syrup in it that it is actually not biodegradable anymore. And then you are standing in front <laughs> which coffee famously is <laughs> in front where you're starting in standing in front of a Christmas tree and you're looking straight at the camera and you're saying, it's time for all the kids to come into my home for secret snowflake. <laughs> and and weirdly, I have the exact same image in my head as that. Weird. We independently weirdly, thought of that. I, I was going to just, I'll just say same. For secret snowflake, George. Yeah, I'm inviting. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in this. You put me in this. In this horrible outfit, this insane outfit. Uh-huh. You give me a really gross coffee, and then and then I'm on camera for some reason, and then I'm inviting children into my house for secrets. What is? Explain to me what secret snowflake is right now. I'm really agitated. I'm really agitated right now because I, where I think this is going and what you're saying about me, I'm re- I'm agitated. Mm. What do you think I'm saying? I think you're saying I'm some sort of Christmas pedophile filming it. <gasps> I think you're saying I'm some sort of badly dressed pedophile in the holidays. <laughs> I don't like that. Patty, you're so worried about appearing this way. It, it kind of feels like you it's weird. I mean, you went there. You know, we we weren't saying that at all. We were mostly just pointing out how Christian you were, and and you oh, ran and a, the normal response. Patty, to me, I think of you as a millennial Mrs. Claus. But see, you took it in a direction that we were not accusing you of at all, which well, makes well. <laughs> I do want to say, Patty, you know, and and I, I'm trying to um, maintain a kind of calm tone in my voice because I know how you can get. Um, but this is reminding me of previously when I confronted you about the fact that you spread misinformation during the election uh-huh. and you immediately yeah, started. Bad, I owned up to it. So, I don't so, know if so you did I'm own up really, to it. You, you technically I, admitted it. <laughs> you. Well, you admitted it and then claimed that you were a victim <laughs> a because you're a woman. It can be both. Yeah, no, I mean, that's sure, definitely but, but is not fair. For the same um, thing. <laughs> not, it's it's just a different conversation. Like, yes, women can be victims. Well, didn't you see the High School Musical? You can be a jock and a, and a baker too. Well, of course, we saw High School Musical, but I don't think that's relevant yeah. information. To, to yeah, this. because you can be a jock and you can like cooking and baking, and you can be you can be a victim and also be the aggressor wow (laughs) okay someone took dr fauci's master class is is it i'm kind of worked up right now can i take a cleansing breath yeah yeah please yeah absolutely (laughs) please Okay, I feel, I feel back down. I feel back down to earth. That's that's okay. <laughs> wow, that was that a close was one. real. I was scared. Okay, I was yeah. scared too. Well, well, you know what? I think um, I do. I, I do. I really Christmas. think. Well, yes. I, no. You like Christmas, and mm-hmm. um, 
and and everything that has to do with the the Christian faith. Mm. No, I don't like everything. That book is so heavy. Yeah. Right. Even the small ones. <laughs> Even the small ones. Even the small ones. So yeah. Get Peter are... Jackson in there to make a damn movie version of it because oh. this book is too long. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine where where they shoot that at? Probably like um, probably like New, New Zealand. Zealand. Probably New Zealand. Yeah, be that would be sick. It would be. I do. I understand that there have been um adaptations of various parts of the Bible, but I do think it would be iconic if someone announced a 12 part like huge blockbuster series called the bible and it starred christian or chris hemsworth as god (laughs) as as god (laughs) it's like a whole it's like a list of the cast and then you know how at the end when it's like one person that's extremely famous it'll be like and meryl streep as whatever it's like the whole cast and then at the end it's like and chris hemsworth as god and it's and it's all all music by sia Oh my it's like God. Chris yeah. Chris Hemsworth turns. He turns and he like moves his hand and like you see like all these flowers grow and like bra- the the grass yes, is like exactly. dead and like yellow and he as he moves his hand over it turns green and flowers start to bloom out of the grass and the music is like or however she sings, have faith. Or like she kind of sings in a patois, which I'm not. Gonna... She does, yeah. <laughs> she does, yeah. <laughs> which I've never understood. Why does she do that? No, I was like, what is her background? Because why? She's, She's Australian. Australian. Yeah. So she, she just doesn't I, get it. Yeah. Well, she came up in like I think like a trip hop scene. Like her early music is really like it's. She leans even harder into it. I remember Breathe Me. No. <gasps> beautiful song. Yeah, actually a beautiful song. I remember really enjoying that song. Um, and then it was all downhill from there. And all leading up to Bible the movie. <laughs> I think she has some good music. I think she, like, I her agree. pre... I actually love her and I stand. I, lo- I really actually love C, uh, Up to Chandelier. Chandelier was the last song that she did that I really thought was, like, that I really liked a lot. What's that song that's like ricochet? Oh yeah, take your aim. That's I think that's, that's Calvin Harris mm-hmm. featuring Sia. Bull, uh, is it bull, Don't erase Titanium? Her. <laughs> have you said? Wait, it's David wait, Guetta. Have you? No, is it? You no, you're thinking of Larue. Larue, huh? Um, David Guetta. Have I don't know. One of have them, you but, seen the yeah. video of her singing that song at a? pulse like a po- like right after the pulse shooting no. she sings that song and she starts crying and it makes me cry every time i see it Aww. it's like a beautiful it's a beautiful video i was expecting this to be some sort of cringe cheesy thing <laughs> no it's real Aww. i like i I, I watched it in lockdown i was like i'm gonna check on this video see how it's doing and it can i just say something again us now earnestly talking about a video of sia making us cry is like when Hannah Gatsby released the tension, says that in comedy you have to release the tension. Wow, yeah. this episode is Arnett. Our- I think big, this episode is Arnett. Our- I think what I've noticed in the internal dialogue that is happening right now yeah. is that I've been easing back into drinking more coffee, and mm. the coffee has hit me while we were doing this podcast, and I was like, I kind of, I feel like I'm giving off the vibe that I'm tweaking, <laughs> and, hmm. uh, and. I feel like it's probably exhausting, you know, for you guys, for me to be just only, only doing bits at you the whole time. Um, no, that's what we like. 
Well, I just, I mean, to clarify, this entire time we have been trying to stop you from doing <laughs> bits. And every time you say something, we say, Patty, can you please just give it a rest for one yeah. second? I mean, this is a serious podcast. We're here, you know, I, I think um, as two LGBTQ creators, uh, we care a lot about um, speaking mm-hmm. and hearing ourselves speak. LGBTQ and creators? Often, yeah. Yeah. Did you make a gay baby? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, George and I have like a chat going right now where like the whole time we've been like, like George, I was kind of freaking out because I was like, is any of this usable? And George was like, right. honestly, you know, we can maybe pay like I know an editor who's like really, really talented um, that can like cut around all of this to sort of make it so that you're not doing so many bits and so that George right. and I are talking more. Um, yeah. And wait, so, wait. well, I know. Can you, in, add, can you yes. real quick, just real quick, can you just add me to that chat real quick? I just want to see See, uh, Patty, this is kind, kind of defeats of, the purpose. Um, it wouldn't make sense because the chat. Well, is I, to I think talk she should you. see. I think she needs to know if just to move forward. Okay, I'll invite you to the chat. Okay, thank you. Okay. Well, oh my gosh, it's like lots of pictures of big straight cocks. <laughs> you weren't lying. There's every cock, every celebrity man I could imagine in this chat. You said you were talking about me being exhausting, but I'm saying lots of big straight cock. <laughs> Well, the two topics we discussed on that chat, um, which we've created for, I mean, we've been talking about you behind your back for years and we have that chat and it goes straight cock complaint about Patty, straight cock complaint oh, about yeah, Patty. Oh yeah, I've seen Patty. some of that. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to post the link to Sia singing at the vigil uh, <laughs> <laughs> here so you guys can see it. It's really good. Oh my God. Great. I think that'll be a really good addition to our <laughs> chat dedicated to cocks and complaints about Patty well, Harris. I'm um, it up. I'm cleaning up shop. Should we yeah. do our final segment? I, I think we should. Um, I don't know if I have. Oh, you know what? I just thought of one that I can do. Okay. Uh, describe it to Patty and then do yours. Okay. Patty, this final segment is a segment that famously I think is bad. and I, Or actually, no, I want to take that back. I think I'm bad at it. But Sam is very good at it. So I always feel insecure I when we George do it because it's it. more his it's more his sense of humor than mine, I would say. Um my sense of humor is more, you know, intellectual, cerebral. I'm kind of reading books when I'm on stage. Um, I see that. It's boring. His sense is boring. It's boring. Oh, don't say that. Uh, people are different. <laughs> people are different. And that's, you know, something um, we always come back to. <laughs> so the segment is called Shoutouts. And it's uh, it started when the podcast was much more straightforwardly about straight culture. So we thought a shoutout, a radio shoutout, a TRL shoutout was one of the straightest things um, in the world, really. And it's so uh, important in the rich tapestry of straight culture. And so for shout outs, we each give a shout out to something that is making us happy uh, or something we love that week. What's up, listeners? I want to give a quick shout out to Dried Flowers, the drama, honey. <laughs> The other day, I was looking for flowers, and they were too expensive, and I thought, what if I pay the same price for flowers that are dried and could last forever? Zombie bride found dead, because she's a zombie, and so are these flowers. They're dry. I love a dry flower. I love flowers, but I also love it when they're dry. And in fact, dry flowers are more chic than normal flowers, because normal flowers, to me, I'm getting straight wedding, whereas with dry flowers, I'm getting gay divorce. Mm. And so... Once again, a shout out to Dry Flowers and a shout out to me persevering with this segment, something which I have said multiple times I'm not good at. 
Um, okay, I'll go. Um, what's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a huge shout out to Needing to Pee. Whenever I do this podcast, we do two in a row, and I'm chugging water. I'm usually drinking a coffee. And by the end of the second one, ooh, baby, do I have to pee so, so bad. Sometimes I hope that it inspires me to, I don't know, be a little goofy, sort of a pull through the brain situation, but for pee. But I feel that also sometimes it is a curse and distracts me because I'm waiting for it to be over so that I can relieve myself. And that is the duality of man. And I love needing to be. And I love my squad. XOXO, Sam. Woo! Okay, um, <clears throat> okay, I want to give a shout out to, um, uh, I want to give a shout out to all the rotten food in my fridge. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was, I was out of town for a couple of weeks. Every time I go out of town, I forget to clear out my fridge. And I was back, I went on two, two, actually I went on three back-to-back trips recently. And I didn't clean out my fridge once and I got home last night. And my, everything in my fridge is rotten and it smells like someone took a big, nasty, sick shit. Like they're really sick and they took a shit in my fridge because it doesn't just smell like shit, it's sour too. So I'm giving a shout out to not remembering ever to clean out my fridge before I leave. And guess what? I didn't clean it out last night either. And that rotten shit is, that rotten shit smell, all that nasty food still in my fridge. Woo! Woo! Oh, so sour candy. Well, oh my goodness, Patty, uh, this has been such this a joy, has been a real delight. I had a blast. I miss you. I both. miss I've, you too. I've, and I know it sounds bad because it's like technically, anytime I see someone, I'm like, I miss you now <laughs> because of the circumstances. The circumstances, but because the world is a hellscape dumpster. Because everyone's fire. being so weird and random all the time. Everyone's got that awesome sauce on ice right now. Their awesome <laughs> sauce is like, you know, in a, in a Tupperware in their freezer until God knows when. Yeah, their glow That's ups right, are Patty. Their down. awesome sauce is in a freezer <laughs> in a Tupperware. It's sad. It's sad. Um, I, I thank you for having me on. I had a lot of fun. And I don't think we actually talked about tradition at all. And that's actually, well, maybe our new tradition, tradition of this is, podcast. Um, the tradition of this podcast. Yay. Yay. And that's Yay. the meaning of Christmas. Bye. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.